You're in the WOR Sports Zone. Mets Spring Training Report. Uh, the Mets uh, a win today against the Detroit Tigers down in Port St. Lucie. Uh, so they're able to to get that done. And uh, we bring on right now Josh Lewin, Mets broadcaster. And, and Josh, it, it started with a bang today. Brandon Nimmo, a, a leadoff home run. What kind of pressure do you think Nimmo can put on Juan Ligaris for that center field playing time until Michael Conforto comes back sometime, we, we think, in May? Well, first of all, hi, Pete. What up? <laughs> <laughs> nice chatting with you. <laughs> Let's get right into uh, it, man, you know? No, I'll do it by I know you want to dive right in, but I, I feel weird because <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't talked in, in, like, forever. Um, but, no, Brandon Nimmo, obviously, is a guy who who wants that position. He's going to have to earn that position, and he's got to jump on Ligaris right now. Juan had a tough day today, had a couple strikeouts, and hasn't really played that much yet in spring training anyway. And at some point, you know, I mean, I, I know there's kind of a, I don't know if it's a misconception, but, you know, people still, I think, want to paint as Ligaris as a developing prospect. And this is a guy who's had close to 1,700 major league at-bats now. You know, I mean, he, he was born in the 80s, not the 90s. So this is a guy who's 20, let's see, he's, he's going to be 29. Uh, fairly soon. So that's the line now, huh, Josh? Born in the 80s, you're well, old? <laughs> well, well, yeah, I mean, serious business. There are some guys coming up that are in the double O's right now. Uh, some of these 17, 18-year-old prospects coming up. So, yeah, not to make you feel old, but if you're born <laughs> in the 80s, uh, yeah, you're, you're approaching 30. So, and, and, you know, I, and I'm a fan of Juan Lagarde. I hope he, he really uh, revs it up, and, and I hope he wins the job for now or a job going forward. But, uh, you know, Juan at some point absolutely has to, to to get everything possible he can out of his ability. Now, he went off and then worked on the whole launch angle thing, kind of remade his swing to get with the times, and they will give him that opportunity to prove that he can be not just a guy, but the guy. Meantime, Brandon Nimmo's doing everything right. So uh, we got to keep in mind, too, it's just keeping the feet warm for Michael Conforto. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what we're talking about, and then they – they end up being a fourth outfielder, essentially. But uh, Nimmo has done a lot of things right. Lagares has done a lot of treading water right now. So, yeah, Brandon absolutely has helped himself even without the leadoff all month today. How noticeable are the changes that Lagares has has made? Uh, I know it hasn't really translated in a game. We haven't seen him much in game action. But you know, even just seeing you know some, some work in the cage, uh, is he launching home runs? Uh, what, what are some of the yeah, early no. returns? To be completely honest with you, I mean, I've maybe seen a couple rounds of his batting practice. It's not something that I, I go in uh, looking to mine for at this point. And then maybe, you know, if I was given that assignment, hey, go watch the guard, take on your swing, maybe I'd really notice something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, I mean, I, I know that he's worked on it, uh, and, you know, it, it, it's, it's just so tough to tell. I mean, you know, a, a spring training batting practice, I just don't think, tells you what you need to know, and he just hasn't, you know, it's not like he's been facing Max Scherzer every day in, in live games. I mean, he's got, what, six at-bats now, you know. So um, it, at some point we'll, we'll figure that out, and, and you know, the, the talk from, those in the know, the, the you know, the hitting coaches and, and guys that, that do know the swing, uh, say that it's new and improved, and, and I'll take them at face value on that. 
Talking again with Josh Lewin, Mets broadcaster right now. Uh, Jay Bruce you know, hasn't played any first base thus far this spring. I mean, let's say Nimmo or Ligaris does a phenomenal job in center field that first month, and they want to keep them in the lineup. An option might be to slide Bruce to first. Have you been surprised at all that, that Bruce hasn't seen any time there just to you know re- re-familiarize himself with that position? If it was March 27th, I would say yes, but no, I mean, not really. Because, But you're exactly right. I mean, if Adrian Gonzalez doesn't have a, a lot of juice left in the, in the orange here, so to speak, and if Dominic Smith still needs a, another month or two or three to, to really get everything right at AAA, that, that, that's an option. I mean, you can absolutely put Bruce at, at first because he's willing to do it. I mean, he, he resigned knowing that there was, there was a possibility they'd have to reduce some of that. Um, I, I know how much in baseball these days, and you know it too, that, that versatility mm-hmm. is really valued, and I'm surprised to learn that, for example, they really haven't asked Jose Reyes to work in the outfield. He basically said, I don't like it, I'm not comfortable with it, and basically the Mets shrugged and said, okay, you know, I mean, because they figured there's enough for him to do, just backing up at second, short, and third, but... Uh, to me, these days, and all you got to look to is, you know, the, the guy like Ben Zobrist, uh, you know, who plays every position, that Swiss Army knife kind of guy uh, for the Cubs now, and he, he killed the Mets with, with the Royals in the World Series. If you can shape yourself into that guy, if you can be a, a shapeshifter, so to speak, you're going to just multiply your value. So Jay Bruce being able to, to do both things I think is great. I mean, obviously Flores can play all over in the infield. And he's expressed an interest in, in learning the outfield. I just think that's smart, you know, and I know Jose's already made his money and, and whatever else. But, sure. uh, you know, to, to me, it's just the more you can diversify your portfolio, you help not only your team, but you help yourself. Yeah, have you seen Wilmer in the outfield at all? Has he spent a lot of time working on that? No, I think very early on they, they hit him some fly balls, and, and, I, and I haven't asked him quite honestly how comfortable were you with it or anything like that. But, you know, again, just a, another club to put in your bag. And then I, I think that's good on him for just expressing an interest in doing that. be like if Ty Kelly, you know, a, a true backup guy, you know, showed up and said, teach me how to catch. Yeah. Because – because why not? You know, I mean, uh, if that's the difference between being in AAA and being the last guy on the roster, but hey, this guy's an emergency catcher. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, you know, I guess I'm, I'm just in, in that mood today to kind of be impressed by guys who uh, who want to learn more and do more and be more. And, you know, you talked about Ligaris. He, he's relearning his swing. I think that's great. Uh, you know, Nemo obviously never stops learning. He's got a thirst for what can I do better all the time, and and by and large, I think the Mets have assembled a cast of characters who who have that hunger, and I just I love that in any profession, people that want to get better and and more diverse with whatever it is they do. Yeah, no, it's great to see in a lot of these cases. We chat with Josh Lewin right now. Uh, any any minor leaguers or any guys that maybe you hadn't seen a whole lot of going into this spring that have jumped out to you a bit? Guillaume, uh, I love Guillaume. He had another hit today. And this is a guy whose glove is absolutely going to play. There's been a question about how much can he hit, but he, he's, I mean, he's stinging the ball. Again, a very short sample. What is this, March, what, 5th, 6th, whatever today is. So, uh, you know, it, it's not like there's a, a whole lot of ammo to support any argument right now. But uh, I think Luis Giorme is a guy that uh, if, you know, something happens to uh, a second baseman or shortstop, if there's an injury, something, you know, hopefully it's not debilitating, but you never know. 
if somebody blows out a hammy and they've got to be out for, for a month, this is a guy who absolutely can can be trusted. If a ground ball has hit his way with two outs in the ninth inning, I think Mickey Calloway is already turning to the coach next to him and shaking a hand. You know, if that ball is on the way to him at that point, and then and that's always the skill that's going to play. He can feel good, too, if there's a bat uh, being flung towards the dugout and he's got Guillaume next to him. That, that's, you know, yeah, Guillaume, that's, that's what he's known for last year. Now he's starting to be known for, um, you know, a, a little bit more, obviously, here. And, and finally, Josh, how about, you know, Tim Tebow? Just the difference from last year to this year, has it has it been more normal or chill with Tebow around where he was, you know, the headline, the story, the buzz in the stadium every single game he took in part in last year? Yeah, there's still, and, and I think a lot of it is that we are in SEC country. You know, I mean, the fans that are down here, sports fans in general, uh, they, they just they feel like they know him. You know, they they got to. I mean, we're in Florida, and he was a Florida Gators legend, and he you know he runs all these amazing charities here in this state. And there's a, a healthy enthusiasm about just who he is as a person. So yeah, you're, you're always going to get. You know, just even the, the casual fan certainly knows who he is. He's not just some random single-A guy that hit 226 last year because everybody else is exactly that. You don't care. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, last year to this year, it's probably dimmed a little bit, Pete, but not not appreciably. He's still, you know, he just he, he, people love being in his wake. They, they just love watching him, him walk around and, and just be Tim Tebow. I think they're just enthralled by that. Yeah, it's such a celebrity uh, down there, uh, no doubt about it. So everything good, Josh? How's life? Everything all right? Sorry, sorry at the top, yeah, man. I just you know, dove right in. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. You've got a job to do, and I understand. And, I, and, and I'm actually leaving spring training tomorrow. UCLA has got the, uh, the Pac-12 tournament starting up. So uh, from Port St. Lucie to Vegas, which is, uh, let's just say, two very different uh, ends of the pendulum there. So I'll, I'll uh, be in a little different state of mind uh, uh, starting tomorrow night, but enjoying my time here in Port St. Lucie and, and can't wait to get back to New York. It, it, it's really kind of surreal to think that we're only about three weeks from opening day. You know, got another Nor'easter coming in. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, it. Every, yeah, everybody's ready to, you know, to just lose their minds. It's been, you know, your typical long winter, and, and here we are in early March, really already to the point where we're. We're we're getting close. So yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm happy. Uh, we we talked live here during what was a mega episode on Family Guy, so I'm not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice when it works out that way. Yeah, no, all offense to no no offense to Meg, but uh, no. This, Things are great. I look forward to seeing you, seeing you in person, buddy. Yeah, no doubt. Opening day, uh, Josh Lewin. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Josh. All right, Petey, anytime. All right, Josh Lewis, Mets broadcaster. UCLA as well. As here, uh, He'll be uh, calling those games when, when UCLA is taking part in the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, so, again, 800 You get a little behind the scenes what's happening there at Port St. Lucie. He looks good. And Luis Guillorme has impressed. And uh, one of those guys that you start watching a little bit closer because the idea was ah, this guy's all glove, 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 and he hit last year. Well, is it real? And you, you take a closer look at him today, another base hit, and he's uh, he's done a nice job. It's nice to open some eyes. And, you know, the Mets, we've talked about the system being thin and not as fruitful as it's been in years past. And Guillaume, Gavin Cicchini, a couple of guys trying to, you know, prove otherwise that there is some depth uh, in this Mets 